0: Dot com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community. Also located at designcoven.com forward slash join. Hello, hello. I'm so excited for today's episode. We have artist Faye Ray joining us. I am just in love with her work and I can't wait to share it all with you. To give you a little bit of background, Faye Ray is a Los Angeles based artist who explores the fetishization of objects and construction of female identity through high contrast, monochrome photo montages, and metallic sculpture. Her three-dimensional works, Faye Ray compiles cast aluminum objects, board volcanic rock, Uh, wire, chain, and natural materials into suspended sculptural masses. Conflating worlds of worship and desire, the works across mediums borrow from the symbolism and composition of traditional religious relics and the visual language of the occult. Ray sculptures and collages hint at the presence of a rematerialized body through a mysterious yet systematic organization of abstract form. Faye Ray, born uh, 1978, Riverside, California, received her BFA from Otis College of Art and Design in 2002, and her MFA from Columbia University in 2005. She has exhibited at galleries within the U.S. and internationally, and is currently showing at Ulan Gallery, which is in Solana Beach. Uh, the Design Coven will be experiencing her art live and in person on the 20th of August, we are going to have a beautiful tour of Ulan Gallery. And if you're interested in any of that, please feel free to reach out and let me know. I'd love to invite you as part of the tour. And if you have any questions or inquiries, I encourage you to check out Ulan Gallery um, for Bay Ray's art and all of those links will be in the show notes. I hope you enjoy our conversation. We get in there, we get, we get pretty deep. We talk about the home life, and then you will also hear little voices in the background because Faye Ray is recording from home. And so we get to experience all of that, uh, with, with her little ones. So it's quite, quite fun, but just wanted to give you a heads up and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of sacred space. Here we will discover new concepts, meet creatives, and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Welcome back to Bewitching the Home. I have Faye Ray on with us, who is a beautiful artist, and I can't wait to share her story and have her. Be with us to share, you know, what she's up to and how she got to where she is. But of course, before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and ring our bell just to connect us with the present moment. Anchoring us in to our bodies, connecting to our breath. And of course, lighting a candle, um, just igniting sparks and flames for creation creativity one of my favorite elements ever and we've got our mithras candle here so 100 beeswax nice clean burn and then we're gonna pull a tarot card one of my favorite things to do just connecting us with our intuition or ourselves to see if there's any messages or words of wisdom for this morning's session the cards i'm pulling from are angela mary magic's uh, moon baby magic tarot deck she's in huntington beach she's super rad all right angela let's see what card you're gonna give us today we have the four of waves and the word here is fulfillment this is otherwise known as the four of cups and whenever I get this card, it's always a reminder that we have everything that we need. Our cups are full and it's like the universe just keeps handing us more cups and we kind of get stuck in our spaces of like just feeling up or like just that nut feeling, right? And, and not really being aware of what's around us. So whenever I get that feeling or pull this card, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not like so bad off. Like there's something to be cherished. I have things in front of me that I can really dive into. And I'm also, it's also the card of like, look for the opportunity. There's always opportunity being handed to us at any given moment. So it's like, what's the opportunity that I can take right now to help me get out of this funk? For sure. I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. For four four yeah. Feeling it. Four four it feels like it's a good companion card to what we were talking about earlier when you said the thing about having so many cups, like the universe just keeps handing you cups. It's like, it doesn't like keep them empty or fill them up. Like you do that part, but they just like kind of hand you cups. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like you've got like, you know, in the double digits at least. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, what do we do with those it's cups? nice.
0: That's a nice part. Mm-hmm. And speaking of mm-hmm. cups, what's in your cup? Do you um have anything that you're nourishing yourself with or do you have enjoy something in particular i am nourishing myself with a vessel that says
1: mama on it mm. a bunch of time that i bought for myself that's awesome at marshall's for mother's day <laughs> and it has one fifth cup of coffee in it that's cold and <laughs> and I am so grateful for it. Yeah. Because it to me it like I'm sarcastic about it with my husband because he has like five or six you know best daddy oh, ever yeah. mugs or whatever. I use his because <laughs> I don't have any of my own. <laughs> but to me um it's like one of those buying the cup in I mean consciously I'm not thinking about this but because we're having this moment with what we're nourishing ourselves with it reminds me it's symbolic to me of that moment in my late 30s where i realized like oh uh the surprise party with everybody uh, like that you know and like um in the special town with the perfect food and all that stuff that doesn't exist like there's nobody that's gonna pop out of the bushes and bring that to you like that's something you design yourself yeah so this is my like surprise party with um, all the best food and people, um, mm-hmm. that I just, you know what I mean? It's like the little things that we do every single day for like, I don't know. It's like, none of this, none of this just happens. You have to, you have to create it. Mm-hmm. You have to create it. So I was like, I don't even know for how many months I had to live. I would like use the best daddy ever cup before I was just like, can I just buy myself my cup? Right? Yeah, I can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Okay,
1: that's it. exactly. That's what I'm
0: managing myself with. I love it, and I love that you <laughs> have cold coffee, and it's just a little bit at the bottom because I feel like as moms, you know, we get used yeah. to that cold coffee, and we still enjoy it. We're just, we're still like, oh.
1: oh gosh, I know. But you know what? This cup of coffee was made for me by my husband, who got up first. Aww. I woke up 30 minutes ago. Like, I got three kids. I don't know anybody. He's working today. He's been working for the past 10 days. I am lucky. Wow. That's a yeah. A, that little bit of coffee is good
0: so <laughs> <laughs> it is it's liquid gold <laughs> uh, yeah what are you drinking um i also have coffee but i've been adding um the smoka mushroom um powder from okay. fun earth co um into it because okay. it, it's giving me that immune support but it also helps me stay focused and concentrated and i feel like once i have that i'm like okay i can like otherwise i feel scattered and like all over the place and yeah, you know, I have a million things happening. I'm going to write that down because also I just love those two
1: thoughts together. I would never in my wildest dreams put those two thoughts or two flavors or two like energies together, yeah. mocha mushroom.
0: So cute. It is, but it's it's a nice combination. It does have a little bit of a grounding to it, but it, it tastes like mocha and chocolate and it's really yummy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah.
1: Especially if you can just scoop it and chuck it in. It is. Like, it's, it's great. It's not I like just, nice
0: and special friends or something. No, no, no. It's <laughs> like, powder. So, and you can even just do it like with a uh, milk or oat milk or something, and just mix it up, and Ooh. it's easy. Oh my gosh, I'm on it. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. So, uh, tell me, what is home for you right now? What does that look like, or what does it mean to you at the moment? Home uh, is. It's like somebody
1: asking you after the pandemic, how are you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like wow, well, okay. Home is um a space that we're growing out of really fast. Mm. It's very, very dense in here. The energy is dense, it's thick. Um, it's good and thick, it's warm and thick, and it's full of potential. And there's a lot like there's a big growth moment coming up for our family. Um, in the next year, I'd say. Um it doesn't align with the housing market, but that's okay. I mean, it's okay. You can, you know, uh that's kind of a part of it. That's that I think is what's holding us most back is that, like, oh, okay, of course, we're gonna sell our house when it's not a great time. house. Yeah. It's, like, so it's our time, and therefore, it's great. Yeah, um, and uh, it's a place where my husband works for full time. It's a place where I work full time. Um, I have three children. I have a three and two. Uh, my baby's in my bedroom with me in her crib, uh, but not through the night. And my five-year-old and my three-year-old live in their own room together in a bunk bin. and my husband does work out of the third bedroom. And there's a Peloton in there that he's had for two weeks. new. Uh, I think he's used once. And I see that as a trend. We refinished finished my garage, which is adjacent to our home. I mean, I'm going to paint a whole picture here. Yeah. You tell I me love if it. this. I love it. <laughs> I'm a single level. Uh, I'm one block, I'm one house from a boulevard, which is not ideal, which is part of the reason why we're Got trying it. to find something else, even if it's just up the street, yeah. like just a little further off of the main drag. Um, and I have a an adjacent garage, like I was saying. Um, that right when we moved in, we were finished. It was the first thing that we did because we knew we'd be having children and I knew that I, you know, wanted to continue my art practice. And so that's where we put our money and time. That in the yard. Or mm-hmm. just like, okay, the rest we get by with. Yeah. Yeah, it's full on. It's full on. I have one car. It's a minivan. Yeah. Um, that's a big part of my life. Driving always has been. I love driving. Um, having a comfortable car is really important. Um and a roomy car we have a Honda Odyssey that I love and I've been dreaming about for since I started to even imagine myself with children. I imagined myself with children in the car and I that's kind of a fun manifestation moment. I was like, it's funny because sometimes I'll be driving be like I guess I could have picked like a a Porsche something or other 20 (laughs) years ago. I might be sitting in that now. I don't (laughs) know. <laughs> this is so fantastic but this is what i picked and this is what i picked and here i am and i am enjoying it
0: um <laughs> so great oh my gosh i absolutely love that because um we get to these points well at least i do i can speak for myself is where i'm always like dreaming and trying to visualize the next thing and you know i'm, I'm you know i'm like you know mm. 10 steps ahead and i'm like well hold on hold on, hold on, hold like remember when you jumped about this moment when you had like this Yeah, and I love that you're so connected with that and you do it it seems like you do it all the time
1: I do do it all the time I do it all the time I do it all the time I mean my practice of being in this moment right now is something that was forced on me through trauma early on and because of my set of circumstances, I was given opportunities to turn that around. I was given help to turn that around and turn it into something nutritive. And it's be all land opportunity too. It's like ancestry, it's um, angels. It's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. So I am always thinking, backwards and forwards and that's those are those two realms of energy are siphoning into this moment all the time um i have to stay on top of those thoughts like good thoughts are not something that have ever come easy for me i fight for them i found ways to make that to connect to those positive thoughts positive energies like easier and one is laughter and the second is gratitude like i i just am somebody whom like there's a couple words that i do not like and i'll explore that with my therapist and this one is- of them <laughs> is happiness and one is balance like mm-mm. Or luck, third, that's the third one. Luck, balance, happiness. I, don't, I do not relate to any of those. Or perfection, like yeah. luck, balance, happiness, perfection. I think that's four, and I think that I don't like even numbers either, so I'm gonna really oh, try and funny. think of a fifth, or take <laughs> one of those off. <laughs> but, um, but those are just, like ideas that I don't believe in. I feel like they're limiting and they're stifling and they're yeah. uh, inhumane almost. I get asked a lot like, how do you do it all? And I was like, well, I'm either being a bad parent or a bad artist. And I just pick one of the two, yeah. whatever I can live with at the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I'm when I'm with my, my kids, I'm I'm not in my studio. Yeah. When I'm in my studio, I'm not with my kids. Um, um not all the time, but you know what? Like yeah. sometimes I am in the studio with my kids and that's what and that's how I know I'm on I'm on my right path. Mm-hmm. When they can come in and come out. And um, see what I'm doing, like my kids can touch what I do. Yeah, my kids can be there. Like I did a uh, like a little market. A friend of mine who's an artist. Uh-huh. Her name is Alika Cooper. She's the one that um, introduced me to Eric at the gallery, and uh, she's just a dynamic artist and human being. She's really um, creative in multiple mediums one of which is gardening and landscape work and so she started these markets in her back just in her like back area of her house where uh, she was bringing people together that because she's got such a long and deeply connected history with the art world it's like artists that also do something related to plants and so i got connected with her years ago and I was doing ceramics and making vases, And she was like, that counts. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm going like, you know, I, I just want to see my friends. Because two years ago, we were in the thick yeah. of it. So I was doing this little market. And my husband and I were doing the thing. We we're like, okay, how do we do all the kids? Like, are you going to keep them for how long? And who keeps the car and whatever. And and I was like, you know, I can take one. I can take one of them with like yeah. me, like my two old kids. And just like knowing that that they can sit there right next to me. If they wanted to, and if it was important for my husband, too, to, like, maybe have fewer for one reason or another, like, the cosmic cost I pay for choosing to be an artist in that moment, totally worth it. Yeah. You know, when I am struggling every day to, like, like my husband's been, like, on a 10-day... 14 hour day oh job which is crazy oh unfortunately he does it from home, like thank yeah. but like i i am I, I need like one or two hours a yeah. day in my studio i just need to be in there farting around with something yeah. and sometimes i'll be in there and I'll, like the first 15 minutes will go by and a little a little door knock happens <laughs> and there's a little person there and she wants to do clay me and um, amazing like, oh, like i want to like i want to chase her around with broomstick yeah yeah but i can't right right i was like this is this is what makes them them and this is what why it was so important to have children for me it's because like i need to be humbled i need patience i need to be taught patience i need to be taught chill i need to be taught like um grace that's what like the biggest lesson I think yeah. my children teach me is grace
0: you're huge huge um, teachers yeah. <laughs> these little yeah people.
1: yeah 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 they they are teachers they're just these I don't know they're just like so bizarre little <laughs> little yeah. life forms. I literally look at them like life forms sometimes and like, my youngest is one and I hold her sometimes and I'm like, oh, you're just like a little, a little, little baby. Like, you're just like <laughs> a little squishy baby. Like, you're just a little, you know, almost like a toy, yeah. you know, almost like a little teddy bear. Because I can, like, be their mom and I can also just, like, bounce out of that and look at them for their little bodies and their little fingers and their little cheeks and, and just be like, oh, a, a I can't believe I'm alive in this moment where I can behold this Yeah, love. And... I know anyway, so home for so me special. is just like a teeming pot of like everything. It mm-hmm. is like it's it's a uh, like a hot, crazy, warm, scratchy, wet, dry yeah. stew. Everything, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so really, good. it's truly everything. So good, yeah. I did this show two years ago called I Am the House, and it was. It was very much about thinking about these, this theme of where we live, where we originate, like the female role in that, the female power in that, and um, it's interesting. Think like as my kids get older, thinking about about how they are seeing themselves separately from me. Yeah. And how there's a big conversation in in myself and in my studio as to how I am going to see myself separately from from my role in the family too. There's a pull in that respect. Like, not coming from me, coming from the outside world, um, coming from the art world, coming from uh, the world of culture, um, the world of patriarchy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to... Like I like I got I can I don't wanna fight the patriarchy. Right. I don't wanna fight. <laughs> you know I, mean? I just don't wanna fight. Yeah, of course. I just I wanna do what I can to change what I can and hopefully have some peace with that. I'm in I'm forty three. I have three children. I had them late. Not late, but I mean, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, okay,
1: yeah. I definitely uh know people that have had kids much sooner, who are in a different position than I am right now. I feel like there's because of the way that I've, the choices I've made, and when I decided to have my children, and the kind of art I decided to practice, and the cho- like, basically the choices I made for career and family right. a long time ago are yielding this bloom that is weird, and I didn't mm-hmm. expect, and it's not an easy one. It's a kind of a hard one, Um where. Uh, I have got to figure out. Like, I'm in my 40s. Like, historically, this is where we we like. I mean, women already aren't very present in the art world. Not nearly. There's no. There's no like. There's just no equity there. So I have a friend who is not involved in the art world, and she she came across an article about a um, a curator, whom was fired for not being, not creating an exhibition that was inclusive enough for the institution Mm -hmm. um, recently. And she's one of these types of people that believe in, you know, what's like, do it yourself. Um, Right. um, No handouts. And um, don't, what's what's the word, like um, anti-affirmative action kind of perspective or whatever. Um, and I was like, you realize that if the, that institution did nothing but shows of people of color for the next 50 years, it would barely, it would barely right the wrong of the last hundred yeah. years. Like barely, like if you did nothing but like women of color, mothers of color for mm just you could do it for a hundred years every Forever. institution on earth. you know what I mean and and then we're we're kind of getting close you know what I mean it's like like she thought it was just like oh who's like how dare they like expect yeah. that of this guy you know and like that's such bullshit like isn't this I mean you know it's also yeah. just like we're just not understanding that our world isn't about a meritocracy also either um so anyway that's my little <laughs> I've got some <laughs> feelings about some stuff yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) absolutely and I just I love that you show up here as a mom and of color and just like letting all of it out and sharing and I think that's so important and um
1: yeah well thank you for giving me a platform to do that and thank you for asking me questions about myself like I agreed to do the podcast because I was like oh okay that sounds like fun I like I love conversation I love conversation like. I love conversations so much and I have I have conversational standards and you're reminding me that I do because I'm like, oh my god, my standards are being met. Like since when? Like this has Yay. been a long time. i had a good conversation and a reciprocal conversation mm-hmm. where you're asking questions and you're feeding answers and the ball is moving, you know, across the table, um, at a good pitch.
0: Yay. So yeah, you you, love know, it. you, you, you do this professionally, I guess. <laughs> you <laughs> love it. Yeah. Well, I want to know how you got into this art world and like what propelled this, and and where did you get the inspiration, and where did you get the, how did you become empowered and feel like you can do this? Because I feel like our dreams get squashed so easily, especially when it comes to art or when it comes to. See? Yeah. Oh, look, look at, at your little coffee a angel. <laughs> big,
1: like meaty, masculine hand just
0: came in here. Oh and my God. You just the got coffee. the four of the four ways with that hand, handout of the cup. <laughs> your
1: husband. You know, you know what I'm going to say? Like my mom the other day, she said, you're such a better mother than I was. And I was like, no, I'm not. I
0: just have a better husband. Yeah. Like I have a much better husband. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I mean, that's that's why I get to do what I do, is because of yeah. my husband. I mean, yeah. I, there's no way I could do this without him. Period. There's absolutely no way. Period. Yeah. No way. No. Yeah.
1: No way. Like. Mm-mm. Anyway, I'm getting the the I just love him so much. He's still <laughs>
0: oh, important. Um, okay. So, so you were nice. saying? So I was asking you how you got? How'd you get into the art world? How did you break through? Like feeling empowered and and having the that momentum to just do it where i was just talking about you know we get so crushed at times when it comes to like i speak to people a lot about like what are your dreams and and how did you know and and they get squished um and some of us you know aren't resilient and they kind of go into this path or this career and then later on like even just in my mentorship i've got people that are doing um mid-life career change you know second career change and they're like you know what I went this one path, and my heart is in design, and it got squished so long ago, and now I'm doing this for me. Like, my kids are gone. Like, I get to do this for me. And so I want to know, like, how you were able to, to keep following that dream and not having it um, stop you, or, the, or anyone stopping you, you know? I feel like maybe there's something there. Yeah. I don't know. You can tell me if, if I'm wrong. Oh, gosh. No.
1: I mean, look, I have... Great human parents that were good and bad, and or had good and bad moments and opportunities of parenting, I should say. Like, like in my house, we don't talk about um, we don't talk about goodness and badness in polls, mm. like, we talk about like, like, uh, there aren't like, that's why I say to my kids, there are no good or bad people, there are good and bad choices. I mean, yeah. and we're always making one or the other, so we're like you know um but there all that to say there wasn't anybody encouraging me to like pursue an art career so growing up i was one of two kids and my father was a truck driver and my mother uh worked at a bank and we um uh, didn't go to museums uh we went to libraries but it like the art world couldn't have been further from mm-hmm. from my grasp or reach. Um and it was some it was a path that from day one I kind of always had to fight for. I had to be kind of good at. And if, if I liked the that attention, I had to figure out a way to keep that going. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't I mean I did come from a place where uh as long as I was staying out of trouble and not causing my parents a lot of extra stress. I was going to be supported uh, emotionally from them to do what I wanted to do. Not to say that like my parents were totally thrilled when I was gonna go to, wanted to go to art school. I think they wanted me to have different business ambitions, but just a little magical, whatever combination it was of my relationship to them and how I saw myself within the family and sort of autonomous from the family too, because Gosh. certain things happen in life. that I kind of like created a little, there was like some stuff that happened growing up that made me create some distance from them too. And also just yeah. like, a, I, like I have to separate myself a little bit here to preserve myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just that combination kind of set me on this path. Now, like, I will say this that there are, and I'm, and it's, I have bet it's in almost every industry except for probably like neuroscience, where uh-huh. the most talented people are not in the art world. Like, like you know what I mean? <laughs> the people that should be here aren't necessarily the ones mm. here. I mean, it's the people that should be here are here. Um, and And it has nothing to do with with any singular there's no singular root of it like I used to work for an artist named John Baldessari and he was in his 80s and he would tell me things like it takes more than talent he spent a lot of time as a teacher and he said I saw so many talented artists go do something else (laughs) he's like maybe even the most talented artist went and did something else he's like you know you have to have a you know it's like you want to create your you want to participate in the creative practice but the the um business side of that is real gnarly it's real hard yeah um you're still having to contort and you're still trying like having to like like make yourself kind of small at times and um, having to force yourself to be big much the same way that that happens to people when they're in other careers for a while it's like I don't I want to relate to your to the people in your program but for me it's like I also was never afraid to be poor I was never afraid to like lose it all. I was never afraid yeah. to not have anything. I didn't feel like I had anything. And yeah. I was just like it was all up from where I came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. And going back not scary. Like I I you know I have beautiful example like my grandparents are such beautiful people and they have such modest lives and they are full of grace and they are full of beauty and they're and they emit they exude satisfaction in yeah. the simplest things and having those examples like and also they've seen dark deep tragic moments yeah. and like I think when you I, I don't know I don't know but I don't I think I'm getting off track I'm getting off track but
0: no, you're not. Um, it's so funny no. that you're talking about this because this is reminding me of a conversation that I had with another artist, um, my friend, Daniel Boron uh, Corales, and I'll have to look up his episode. Um, but we had the same, so you, ha- you guys are talking in the same sort of vein, and this is where we connected as well, um, coming from um, the situation of not having money and not having anything. And because of that, and I'm in that same path, you know, I was talking to him when I came to San Diego, we lived in a shelter, like, we didn't have wow. place to live. And when you come from a place where you have nothing, you get mm-hmm. to risk all of it. And it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, yeah, we just we're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna jump off that cliff. We don't you know what I mean? It's like, there's something about it. Yeah, that
1: let is them take everything so away. Let them take everything amazing. away
0: right yeah right so right. Amazing. I'll, I'll build it back i'll come back with something yeah. else like, like i've done this before i know how to rebuild yeah. you can take all of it and it won't keep me from not doing it again or making something right. bigger making something better you know right right i
1: think there's a lot of ways for people to have more of a launch pad to do better also you know yeah, and absolutely. to have an easier time and to have a longer experience in my field at least. And I have a more nutritive and balanced word um experience in <laughs> terms of like you get back what you something closer to what you give, a reciprocal there. Yeah. Not balanced. Yeah. A reciprocal experience. Um, because a lot of times I'm making it for myself. Um, I get to have beautiful, shiny moments like this where by some miracle, somebody has seen something I've done, thought it worthy of giving it a public uh, platform. and here I am talking to you um, those magic things happen. but you know I I always I always say this to myself like if and I say this to students when I get an opportunity to speak to students is that like it really isn't about, I mean, it is about where you're going 100%. Yeah. You gotta have sure. you gotta be motivated, you gotta be goal-oriented, you gotta be ambitious, all those things. Yeah. But you'll get to your destination if you can stop, 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 like, like skid to a stop and be where you're at right now and be happy with what's going on now. Like, are you happy that you're in school and that you are in an art school and that you are um you are painting and and you have roommates and your family is where they're at and all the things like are you are you happy with that like are you does all that jive right now because if yeah. it does then you you know it's just like okay goals am i happy where I'm at right now yeah am i doing enough yeah am i you know um or no i need to do okay all right you know yeah. you make a little adjustments but you just check in constantly like checking in with yourself is I think the key to longevity As and sure. if you're lucky there's this other thing too which is that like if I was at a talk of a like a brilliant motivational speaker if like that's a like a really I think that's like a small box for this woman her mm-hmm. name is mm-hmm. David. she's bigger than that she's um, she gave a talk to these artists and I happen to be lucky to be one of them And um, I was talking to her afterwards, thanking her, many of us were, and there was a younger artist who came up to her while I was speaking with her. And she's like, yeah, sometimes I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing it for. And I don't know if I should continue to go on. And And I always think this, I always think if you're not meant to, the things will retract and you will be released you know what I mean like mm. you don't necessarily choose when that moment is because like you're on a wave you know what I mean you can't yeah. if you can't you don't just jump off when it doesn't feel right or you know stay on because it feels good like there's not yeah. like you, you know what I mean like there's a cosmic uh, energy that will release yeah. you if it's not really meant for you, I believe. Right. Um yeah, you know, a, a certain combination of good 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 things and bad will happen and you'll mm-hmm. be where you're at when you're yeah. there. You know? Yeah. That we don't Absolutely. get to control. So like for me right now, I I'm an artist. I am a Mexican woman with three kids. I'm married. I am a wife. I'm a mom to three and I want to continue to have an art practice. But as a 43-year-old woman with like a like a family, I want to be able to contribute more financially to my household cuz we're growing and yeah. I've had moments where I've been able to really be a a contributor, but those moments have been very inconsistent, and I want more consistency in that respect. And so, therefore, I have started a ceramics business where I can be more in control of what I share with the world. Mm-hmm. I, in the art world, you cannot call your own work good. Like, we, that, like that's part of it. You like, as soon them. as you're calling your, like, like somebody else has to do that for you. Like step one, <laughs> someone else is it good. Uh, well, nice. Step one is like showing it to somebody. Uh, step two yeah. is finding somebody that thinks it's good. Um, <laughs> like, you know, in this business I've started for myself on this on set, I guess um, side hustle or yeah, um, alongside. Mm-hmm. I should say, alongside my studio practice, um, I'm able to advertise for myself, write my own whatever like call it yeah. good, um, promote myself. and yeah. it's a, a culturally more accepted to do to do that. And I have always thought about starting my own sort of functional um, production of some product, something at some point. I think it was I had to come to the point where I'm done having children and the, the house feels small and mm. I feel more of my time being returned to me as my kids grow and have more agency yeah. and there's a brewing energy and like a, a like dynamic power that's coming out of that those tensions and yeah. I'm finding that like making this business is, okay, so I make art I make sculpture. I'm 43. I'm not some breakout sculpture star. Um, I'm a person that has had to like, really over the years, almost like building a stone. It feels like, like Mm -hmm. shave, shave back material, add more. Like, like this is like something that my work is something that has come from a uh, hard forging of additive and subtractive processes for many years. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and I love that. I'm I, I'm I'm so proud of my work. I'm so proud of it. I <sighs> I just I can't. Sometimes I look at my work and I can't believe it came out of my garage. Like I just can't believe it. Yeah. Um, and I can't believe it. Like it came out of me. And I am able to get to be a good parent to my kids. And and I think everybody's pretty happy with the job I'm doing on that side. And yet I'm still Mm -hmm. able to make shows like, like I'm, I'm feeling myself and I, um, and it's so, it's, it's hard and you have to just be, it's humbling. It's hard, Mm -hmm. but I I can always find an adjustment to create, to help me create a little bit like to help me find some grease somewhere you know like so the sculpture part like like it's been so fortunate to work with eric at oolong um and to uh be received so well in that community in his in his growing community because he's a new gallery um but like there is not there's like Years sometimes, where there is no grease, there is no traction, there is like wow, like you're almost you know, you you get you feel invisible. Um, and if you don't have tools, if you don't have a network, if you don't have community, your practice will be starved and you and it will end. Um, so you have to end, you have to find ways to create your own grease. You know, like, <laughs> you can't get a curator Absolutely. to your studio. Have your friend come over. You know, you want yeah. you need conversation. You develop something. You need to work on something. You need something. You need input. Like, you know, you lean on your network of friends from your school. So you're, you know, your students like yeah. they're pay, they're like part of what they're getting in exchange for you know, participating is the network. Like some of these people, probably not everybody, but some of them will continue on in this field. And that'll be a connection for them for many, many years. Like you have to be a citizen of your, of your field too. You know, like I have got to put on shows. I have to give people opportunities. Right. If I'm expecting them to come my way, you know what I mean? It's not direct, um, but Mm -hmm. You you cannot complain that you do not have agency or access or opportunity in at least my field and not be and be somebody that has never um, uh, created an opportunity for somebody else. Absolutely. It's an ecosystem. It's oh, that, it's that giving and taking and yeah. Completely. I like if you want to be a sculptor, if you want to be a mom, if you want to be in LA, if you want to be, you know, um, if you if you want to be those things you know what i mean because i can't think of one artist that's doing that that's that doesn't have to do that in my community you know Mm -hmm. um and that has a life that looks like mine i can't like um you know when i moved into my house i made a very like and i know this now um I don't think I quite understood that in my 20s when I was in school with my classmates and things like had I I wish I did because um, I would have been more kind to myself and I would have been Mm -hmm. more kind to them like even though I I wasn't like a a meanie but yeah you know I was like young and I could have been more of an ear and I could have been more of a help to the people around me instead of like being so focused on what I was doing. You know what I mean? I could have yeah. offered more of myself, I think, to my classmates and even to my teachers, I will say. Um, but <laughs> but there's- yeah. And I think oh. that's
0: you know part of being in, of that age, right? Sometimes yes. you're just not aware.
1: Yeah. Well, when I moved in here, I made an effort to learn and meet and introduce myself to all my neighbors and write all their names down. Mm-hmm. And every time I see them, use their name. You know what I mean? It's like little things like that that make such a difference. It makes such a difference. It makes such a difference.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to, I want to dive into, you know, you're talking about this community and connecting with Eric and I want to know how did that come about? How did you guys get connected? I know you said you were introduced through a friend, like what, what does that look like and how did you um, get discovered and picked up and, and put into, you know, this beautiful show and, and. I just want to know like what that interact i love relationships and connections okay, yes. so I'm, I'm curious about it's very important all that
1: right because and also look there aren't a lot of interior designers that are able to incorporate art into a creative vision that i think supports the the goals of the client um because I think clients will probably come in with their own art that maybe they aren't even able to see. Doesn't, doesn't, will disturb the essence or the spirit they're trying to create. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if like see. Okay, so I, all that to say that I think you have to just like becoming an artist. You kind of have to teach. You have to create viewers of art too. Like you have to learn Absolutely. how to see art. Like you. You have to be, you have to develop an eye and a sensitivity to it because it's not like there aren't a lot of pieces that are, that are in the, in the world that will get, give you a gut reaction. I don't know how to say this in a, in a, in a clear way, in a succinct way, but like if you are a person that can quiet their, mental quiet there the mental chatter and like find a quiet like okay there's a couple of tricks to this though okay? okay i mean we have i mean can we do a part two because i've got so much yeah, yeah, yeah. so many tips for
0: yeah. that we should totally do a part two yeah
1: there's good, there's ways of doing this, and there's ways of teaching, I think, people how to see because um, I've thought okay. thought how to see because I, I still have moments where I'm just like, art is bullshit. Like, and I don't even know what, the, like, I don't know why anybody buys into any of this crapola, because it it ain't a stack of 20s. Like, what is, like, what is this? You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, ugh. And I see you, yeah. that we will all see more art that we do not like than that we do like. Right. Um, that's just the way it is but okay. it is. Yeah. yeah but I am I have children and I'm learning I'm trying to teach them how to see and I'm realizing that I'm I'm leaning on lessons I learned that I don't even know if I was conscious of at the time um for instance uh when when I had one of my very first art teachers w- uh, took us to a museum, and and it was full of all these great things. And I hadn't had a lot of experience in museums. And she said, look, don't get overwhelmed. Pick one thing that you like. Like, just, just one. Look at everything. Like, you're going to see a lot of it, But just pick one. Like, try and find the one that you want to take home with yeah. you. Because you're going to forget stuff. Yeah. And and it was just that, that reminder. Like, let's just find one thing that we like. Mm-hmm. And hold on to that and chew on that for a while let's savor this like find one to give your give something to give extra energy to like you don't have to like everything like I didn't know how to walk into a museum and not take like be clobbered or a gallery yeah be clobbered overwhelming over right right and um if you make a connection with one piece that's good and that's that's a win and that's that's a step forward and in learning your taste in learning what you connect with and then you go to more museums and you do the same thing and you start to build this constellation of aesthetics and you can Mm -hmm. look at them all together and add it up and be like what is this what is this like what do these things have in common what are what are they what makes them different from all the other art i saw or all the other art that's out there um and then you can like tweak and you can like like who is this artist go see more uh, and you'll be like oh that was a one-off like that that artist really or you know and sometimes they'll be like yeah it was about potatoes and you're like i thought it was about pears those aren't those aren't pears those are potatoes well shit (laughs) now i can't look at that again and not see potatoes because i'm a pear person right you know like (laughs) yeah you know there's there's stuff that all you know when you meet artists that they're gonna they're possibly gonna say something that's gonna turn you off to the thing you yeah. know which is which yeah. is okay too but anyway yeah it's like my baby's nap mm-hmm. time and my husband has to start yeah work, <laughs>
0: i know we need a little it. Sorry. but okay so i hope i yeah, now I'm you're good it. we'll have to do a yeah we'll have to do a part two so your art right now is being shown at oolong gallery mm-hmm. here in Salada beach mm-hmm um so we can take a look at that in person which i strongly suggest everybody <gasps> do. do of course we'll share yeah it's incredible incredible thank you and then um i would also love to know what's your instagram so that people can follow okay. you um, for your art okay. and then also how can we find your ceramics okay. now that you've got that up and going yes my art on my
1: instagram is fayraystudio f-a-l-i-r-a-y-s-t-u-d-i-o um and the ceramics is Faye Clay, C L A Y. Um, and I got a website that I'm having some like I'm having like a spiritual block to the <laughs> to the website launching. It's, it's all like, there. I just like, okay. that, it'll be in the it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh it'll it'll definitely be up this month. I've got like one more therapy appointment to talk out a few fears <laughs> mm-hmm. with like success and visibility and ah, disappointment then I, I think I'll be in, in a good yeah. place to to share that but in the meantime yeah I, I try and post I post there a lot um that work Perfect. gets made faster than the studio work mm-hmm. um, but
0: yeah you can follow either one of those too Beautiful. So, thank, thank you. you so much for taking the time. I know how special me. family time is, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll do oh. part two. So, stay tuned for for more Ray, because we had a beautiful conversation today.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, thank you so much, Rachel. And I, I am like desperate to meet you in person. I love everything that you are involved in. I think that you're dynamic for bringing so many, so many awesome things together that in such a unique way. And these are all things that I'm really interested in too, like space and building energy and complementing your vision. Yeah. There she is. That's all right. So yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She needs a nappy. Oh, uh, um, yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, but I, I really hope we get to meet in person. Absolutely. I can't wait okay all right take care have a, a nice nap i'm so oh, jealous yeah. i want to know <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay bye all right bye you have been listening to bewitching the home special thank you to all my patreon members without you this show would not be possible music composition by kin Seth Thibodeau editing by Marcy Ferry and special assistance by Blake Ferris If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E. And find out more information about the podcast on the website bewitchingthehome.com.